Hello everybody, welcome back to Nobody Likes Recruiters. Uh, this is a podcast for you if you want to smash your recruitment game, if you are a business owner and you're looking to improve your recruitment, or if you work for an agency and you're looking to get some tips and tricks. Not from me, really, from two lads that have been doing this for about 400 years, respectively, between them. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a joke I like to <laughs> And uh, yeah, if you do enjoy the podcast, as always, give us a like, share, subscribe, all of that good stuff. Today, in this episode, this is the... It's going to be the ninth episode, I think, that we have done. Um, so we're getting into this and we're talking about a really good, I think it's a really good question to do a podcast mm. on. It's when and why you should use a recruitment agency. Because if you're if you're that business owner category, you may think, I can do the recruitment thing myself. It's not too hard. Most recruiters are morons. I'm sure it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? You might be like, oh, okay, I can just do this. How hard can it be? I've just got to find people and speak to them and then yeah. they work for me. Uh, happy days. But we know it's a little bit more complex than that. So let's start with you, Lee. Yes. Um, and this question then, why and when or when and why should you use a recruitment agency? Let's uh, let's start with this then, shall we? What, what, yeah. where, where, where do you want to start? So I think the first, first, first place we'll start is is why businesses potentially potentially wouldn't. And I think that the biggest thing that, that we kind of come across, especially with SMEs, is down to cost. You know, recruitment agencies are an expense to something that we were discussing earlier that is actually, on the face of it, quite accessible to them. So, you know, yeah. you can go and bang an advert out on oh, Indeed. Yeah. Free post, couple of minutes, can't you? Yeah. You know, the advert's up, candidates are ticking in. Although it doesn't work like that, especially especially into. I mean, one of the earlier podcasts we did was about yeah. maybe the first one, wasn't it? it? Was how to like smash recruitment in a in a really competitive market. Yeah, certainly one of the early podcasts we did. So it's not that simple. No, that will save you. That may save you money. We, yeah, we'll accept that. That yeah. might be a cheaper route, Steve. Yeah, but it's it may end up costing you time, a yeah. lot of time, and a bit of a headache in the future. And I think that's the biggest bit to determine whether you should use a recruitment agency. You've got to have the time, the ability to be able to put into, into the mm. whole process, really. You know, it isn't as simple as getting an application. You pull the application, applicant calls you back and then booking for interview, happy days. There's, there's lots of conversation, communication that goes on within that to ultimately get a candidate to come and see you um, if, you, if you're doing it, doing it right. So... I think you've got to know whether mm. you've got the time to invest in it or got the specialism or skill to do it. There is, yeah, you know, there is a bit of science to, to ultimately recruitment and, and doing it well. So I think, oh, sorry. Uh, no, sorry, sorry, <laughs> mate. I, I didn't mean to, to cut you off there, but it just reminded me of something. And we've used this analogy before in the context of actually posting a good job advert. Mm. It's yeah. the same with marketing, right? As a marketer, I, I may, like, it's likely that I'm going to think about it in this frame of mind. Yeah. But, um, you can do marketing. Anybody yeah. can post something on Facebook. Anybody can make a leaflet, right? Yeah. But are you going to do it well? Yeah. Are you going to think about your messaging? Are you, are you going to be able to to put your you know to to switch your brain into yeah. into that mode? Um. So I think there's some yeah. there's some synergies there, isn't? And I think it's the long term. I mean, we had a recent example. I can't remember if we used it already on the uh, on the podcast or not. But um, a client had filled a position twice. You know, he uh, used the free post through Indeed, uh, filled a position twice. He came to us in the end and said, I don't know if I'm just picking, picking the best of a bad bunch, if I'm you know, doing something something wrong. But ultimately, the amount of time invested, the people that didn't start, who got a planned start date and stuff, was prohibitive you mm. know, to, to cost, wasn't it? And yeah. you know, it probably would have been, been more cost effective to be able to kind of go to a recruiter than, than mess around. And Lee, in terms of that cost, from a monetary value, 
what are we looking at? Like, what's a fair price to pay a recruiter? So I think, first of all, kind of, in terms of paying a recruiter, you know, generally how recruitment works is for permanent assignments. So we will charge a, a base a percentage of, of a candidate's base salary. So let's say industry norms probably 15 to 20%. Yeah. Some industries charge a bit more, some charge less. Um, but generally, yes. Yeah. So so if um, if you came to me, wanted a marketing manager recruiting, it would be in and around 15 to 20% of their base salary, which is actually quite a lot of money upfront to companies. Now, there are rebate periods um, which are involved. So standard is, you know, if that candidate was to leave within the first three months, then the agency would offer a free replacement yeah. or a sliding scale of cash rebate. So it is always in the agency's best interest to get it right first time because yeah. nobody wants to be re-recruiting the role or kind of giving money back. But then if you take that cost and think about, uh, you know, the cost to the business if they get recruitment wrong or the time cost to recruitment. Yeah. So your example that you just used, that client had placed an advert, um, you know, spoke to a load of candidates, invited them in, um, recruited the role. The person then didn't start. They then went out and repeated the process again. They're now three or four months down the line, still not filled the role that they originally wanted to, wasted a load of time. So if you start to then think of that cost yeah. as, you know, you could their time as an MD, maybe yeah. doing it, if what their, would their hourly rate be, but also the actual, you know, cost of lost business, lost sales and all the other kind of bits that, that kind of comes, comes with it as well. It's really hard, I think, yeah. for a business to put a figure on what that cost mm -hmm. is because you've got the time implications. Yeah. You've interviewed three or four people maybe and they've all been terrible. Yeah. Or yeah. you say you've, you've got a candidate further down the line but because you haven't vetted them properly, they've gone off mm -hmm. somewhere else. Um, and then there's the thing, they, they start, but they're yeah. actually not right because they weren't vetted properly and yeah. you've invested in them. Yeah. Maybe you maybe you physically invested, sent them on a course or something, yeah. right? Um, yeah, the costs are just, there's no yeah. way that you can condense that into yeah. a single figure, is there? I think it's like, you know, you all can look at YouTube and if you put it in another analogy of, you know, I might think I can build a brick wall, I probably might cobble something together. Yeah. But ultimately, at the end, it's probably going to be a poor brick wall rather than just going and paying somebody who's a professional. They'll probably do it in half the time yeah. and actually get it spot on from, from you know, eventually yeah. the first time around. It's it's always paying for specialism, isn't it, really? Um, there's, there's always an opportunity to do it yourself. And I think you've always said we encourage businesses, you know, if they come to us, if, they're, if cost is one of their biggest prohibitive things about using an agency give it a go you know if you get to a point where you need us come to us but you mm. know give it give it a go and we'll always give some advice on yeah. you know how, how to write the advert or we'll give best practice but you know going back to some of our earlier podcasts i think we really talk about the intricacies of the recruitment process and how getting it right is not just a simple yeah you know bash the phone it's so time consuming to get it right and you know, we can give companies all the information needed, but have they actually got the time to dedicate to following that process through to make sure they get the best quality, the right candidate is is sometimes sometimes challenging. So yeah, yeah. so we've we've so we've we've spoken a lot about the the cost implications, both time yeah. and monetary. Now I want to want to talk about those benefits a little bit. Now again, we've we have strayed into this territory, but is there anything else that we can say in terms of? You know, I, I think intuitively, if you're a business owner and you're a savvy business owner, you yep. understand that um, 
there are things that you need to outsource because yeah. it's going to take you too long. I think that I think the best business owners know that, yeah. right? So if you're watching or listening to this and you knew that and you're listening and going, of course I would outsource it if I'm not an expert in it, you're probably one of the good ones. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry to be blunt, but yeah. business owners that try and do everything themselves don't normally grow very good businesses, do they? But, but it's natural as well, isn't it, to business owners when they're starting up, they will, first of all, first put a call will be reaching out to their connections. Yeah. And that's a lot of time to get companies so... They've done all they can themselves. They've reached out to their connections, previous yeah. colleagues, people they've worked with, people they know, family circles. They may have tried Indeed once, been yeah. unsuccessful. Yeah. And then generally that's where people, you know, hit that realisation point that, right, you know, I've exhausted all my my avenues. I need to see, you know, what, what a recruiter's about and how they can help. Yeah. yeah. So benefits then, is there, is there any is there any more? We've said t- time saving. Yeah. Is there any more on that or should we need to, do we need to move I on? Think, I think, you know, the one thing is you should be paying for in any form of consultancy service is advice and support. Yeah. You know, what, probably one of the, the people we work with lately, um, you know, their first hire didn't end up closing through in the end at the offer stage. Um, and through us talking to him more and advising more how it could be done differently next time, you know, why the outcome resulted mm. in the outcome it did. That's the bit that ultimately should pay for. You know, it's a shame that it was at the end of a process when, you know, you know, the first, first obviously opportunity to hire didn't, didn't work out, but we refilled the role, you know, and got stuff. But there's learnings in the process. Yeah. And that should be what you're paying for, the support, the advice, the coaching, the consultancy. Mm. That's the value, you know, that ultimately, you know, that's what, what you pay for. Yeah, we, we quite often do, you know, especially for businesses that have not not experienced in recruiting, we'll quite often do salary benchmarking, won't we? Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll support them with with writing JDs. Quite often a company will come to us and say, you know, I want a, uh, an SEO manager with five years experience on, you know, a, a, we can afford to pay up to 25 grand. And it's like, well, okay, right. First of all, you know, if you've not filled the role yourself, this is why, this yeah. is what the current market is. This is how you need to either adjust your expectations or adjust the salary or look at it from a slightly different angle. And so, even in some ways, they don't even know what the role is. Even yeah. They know that they need some resource or headcams, but they don't know what that looks like out in the, in the, the kind of recruiting market or the world. Yes. Um, you know what? That's a, you've hmm. just, we haven't actually done this intentionally. Anymore. You've just stumbled yeah. on a, a really convi- a convincing case for having a recruitment agency because you guys are closer to the market. Yeah. Whereas if you're just focused on your business and you're like, right, I need an IT guy, right? Yeah. And you just go out into the market, but you've got no, mm. you haven't recruited or you haven't even gone through this process maybe before or not for years. Yeah. You don't know what the current lay of the land is. Yeah. yeah. So that's a really good point. Exactly. So it, it is, you know, if you were to summarise, you should be paying for great consultancy and service. You know, you should be guided through the process around, you know, salary, where it sits, challenges, pitfalls, all the other kind of stuff to try and yeah. get you the best, best person yeah. in the market. And then you've got kind of, you know, we we do have access to to a wider pool of, of candidates. Um, I think the the example that you've used and numerous uh, companies come to us, they they just know Indeed. Yeah. That's all they get is Indeed, which is, you know, sometimes picking from from the best of a bad bunch. Where we, we've got access to the different platforms, all the major job boards. Yeah. So um, Indeed, Total Jobs, we've got our own database that we use. We've got LinkedIn, CV databases, CV yeah. databases and and actually, we were looking through some statistics last week, and, and nearly 70% of all the, the jobs that we filled have come from proactively sourcing candidates rather than just candidates applying for a job. Yeah. So these are candidates that are not actually looking. These are people that are either in our database or that we've contacted through LinkedIn who might be happily in a job. But we kind of... we. we 
I think agencies evaluate everything rather than just what do you call it? Post and pray. Yeah, post when and pray. You just yeah. yeah, stick an advert out and pray that a good candidate's <laughs> going to apply. You know, we kind of force the action, don't we? But That's my new got... favourite one. Last, yeah. last episode, if you want to go back and listen to that, we spoke about why nobody likes recruiters, and um, uh, Lee uh, gave us a triple dip. Which I liked. Post and pray. Post and pray. It's it's a good name for a band. (laughs) Post and pray. Where are you going tonight? I'm going to watch Post and Pray tonight. Maybe that's the next gig, eh? Maybe recruitment band. Post and pray. (laughs) Where we sing songs and they're just all recruitment based songs. I think that'll have much of a following. How good is your candidate? (laughs) (laughs) Just turned off the list. I think, you know, one of the other bits is sometimes as well is I think sometimes it can take me a couple of weeks to to get a benchmark of what's going on. So sometimes when you go out, it can take me, a couple, you know, a week to 10 days to go actually for, for the budget, for the location, for the whatever. This, this is the best I think I can get, you know, mm. for you. And, and that's when you truly know that you're getting the best person for the client when you're not rushing people through, rushing candidates trying to be the fastest CV to the door, you're actually just getting a good overview of the market and finding yeah. what's, what's best. Because like you say, and we both, we, we've all made the point, our heads in recruitment within the local area, day in, day out, we're recruiting yeah. customer service advisors, sales executives, marketing managers. And we know, we, we know, we know how much salaries and um, expectations, candidate expectations, client expectations have changed over the last 18 months. Yeah. Um, and if and if a company only recruits once every three years, then you know they're completely off the mark sometimes, aren't they? Yeah. When um, you know when going out to market, hold that thought because in a second we're going to come back for the second part of this episode. Here's a quick break. We'll tell you more about uh, what the lads do at, here at Logic, and um, we'll also tell you about an upcoming gig for uh, <laughs> post <and> break. <laughs> Not only can recruitment be a rather frustrating process, it can also be pretty time-consuming. But thankfully, the team at Logic Resourcing can take all that pain away from you. Lots of agencies say that they do recruitment differently. We've all heard it. But as you know from this podcast, both Lee and Steve at Logic genuinely mean it. Now, put it this way, 94%, yes, that's right, 94% of the candidates that they submit attend their interviews. And Logic have a 90% success rate on exclusive assignments. That's pretty impressive. So if you're looking to ace your recruitment, make your life easier, and find those diamond candidates, start by letting Logic take the stress out of all of this for you. Give us a call or email info at logicresourcing.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Nobody Likes Recruiters. In the first part of this show, we were talking about when and why you should use a recruitment agency. We're going to be talking about that again now, but we're going to be diving a little bit deeper into certain elements. Um, let's talk about again that that recruitment expertise then at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. I, I think it's it's something that um, that is is undervalued sometimes, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, recruitment expertise, but even right from the very the, even from the off, some companies you know recruiting for the first time don't don't necessarily understand how to even kind of articulate and sell the opportunity correctly, do they? Which yeah. which leads to them right from the off when they're writing the adverts not to capture the business and get, you know, the, the best quality candidates even yeah. applying, which is just one of the things that, you know, a good agency will will do, isn't it? Yeah. I think it's quality process from start to finish equals, you know, giving yourself the best quality applicants for the position. Yeah. Um, is, is, I'll tell you what, let's, we're going to do something strange now because yeah. evidently 
if we're being frank, we want businesses to use recruitment agencies, yeah. right? And, and if they've, hey, yeah. also potentially use logic. <laughs> but if they're not, it doesn't matter. But we, we're advocating that you use recruitment agencies for the reasons that we've said. Apart from cost, is there any advantage that you think to not using one? <laughs> Aside from cost, the advantage to not... I mean, it depends. You could have an all-singing, all-dancing internal recruitment team, uh, you know, that delivers great quality candidates, you know, works on your employer branding as well. Um, really, an internal recruitment team will have a better understanding of the business they're recruiting because we only know as much as, you know, the interactions that we have with the employers. We always try and go out and visit employers' sites. Our oh, that's, by the way, that's, yeah. that's, that's what I think what's brilliant about you guys yeah. is that you do that. And if you look on the, if you watch it on YouTube, there's a testimonial section on, on our YouTube channel and you've got yes. other businesses talking about that. Yeah. Again, sorry to interject, mate. And, and I think that comes from our internal recruitment background because we, we, we lived and breathed that when we then moved to the agency side, yeah. we found that, that, in that if you don't go out, there's that disconnect between actually the, the job we're advertising and ourselves and the business. So the only way to bridge that gap is is to go in, to speak to the departments, to speak to the team, to understand why the vacancies come about, to ask, you know, why the person left. So, you know, I would say that the advantage of, of doing it yourself is, and again, you, you have got to have recruitment expertise within your business to do it yourself. Um, I would say that is the main kind of advantage, really. Yeah. Okay. And I think there's a tipping point, isn't there? I think... Um you're talking about the internal recruitment teams and there's a point where it might become cost effective to have your own internal recruitment team. I think if you're starting to recruit on a regular basis um, for almost a set number of people, yep. you've got a set level of attrition and whatever that kind of looks like, then you know there could be a time when you go, well, actually we bring somebody in to do some of the resourcing side of things. You yeah. know, sometimes it often falls on HR, yeah. but again, depending on your HR function, how stretched are they? Are they more focused on the HR related challenges yeah. of your business than recruitment. You know, there's a point where you might go, well, actually, you know, we bring a recruiter in, yeah. but the overall cost of that could be, you know, up to 30 odd grand, you know, basic salary. There could be, by the time you invest in your job boards, your media, applicant tracking, tracking system. Yeah. There's, there's and, and if you only recruit three roles per year, then actually, you'd be better outsourcing it to a trusted agency where there's potentially three or four agencies or working on that one role can get you people, you know, faster. And it's, you know, if, if it's a few hires a year, it could actually be a cost saving. But what's the average cost of some software to manage this? Probably quite expensive, isn't it? All depends on the amount yeah. of jobs you post, the volumes okay. as well. But, yeah. you know, it's it, the good software is, isn't cheap, but it's yeah. necessary with GDPR, making sure everything's compliant or, you know, with data protection in mind, you know, Excel spreadsheets storing candidates' database or floating around in, in inboxes is, is not, not yeah. ideal. But I think the context is so well on that is though, even if you're a larger business that has internal recruitment teams, there's still a preferred suppliers list in place that yeah. use agencies, I think. You know, the, the, the myth that if you get an internal team that you won't ever have any cost or on cost for an agency mm -hmm. is probably not not true because depending on the volume of vacancies and how spread thinly you are, you know, we, we always yeah. used agencies within Phones for You because if you're managing 100 plus vacancies or whatever the kind of case may be, you still need suppliers mm -hmm. to help, to, help yeah. to support you within what you're doing. So, you know, just if you did choose to go down your own kind of headcount path, it doesn't always mean that there'll be zero cost. 
yeah. on your recruitment from, from there as well. Okay. Yeah. Jumped about a little bit there, boys. So <laughs> that cost saving thing you've got internal recruitment 35k, so that's the average that you pay for yeah. internal recruitment. Yeah. And you're 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 implying there that it's a lot cheaper and probably a lot it more. It can expensive. be, yeah. It, it all depends on volumes, doesn't yeah. it, that, that you're recruiting, but um, then you've got, you know, the cost of, of, of the bad hire of getting somebody in, you know, training them up only. Yeah. And if you're picking from the, the, the best of a bad bunch, then what additional benefit could actually getting the best candidate on the market be to your business as opposed to, to kind of settling, yeah. mm. you know, and, and getting the right person in can have so many benefits in driving business forward, can't it? it can. It's almost like what is, is a company's most important asset? It's generally the people. So would you not want the best person for that possible job, um, you know, taking that position? Yeah. And you can't yes. put a value on that, can you really? You can't, you can't. Right, so should we talk about the, this element of a good agency being a trusted advisor then? Yeah. I think a good example could be of that, Lee, was the call that we had yesterday with a candidate. A candidate had a three-month notice period. The company turned to Lee and said, what do you think? And Lee's honest approach was, although it's going to cost us quite a lot of money, I mm. don't think he'll join within his three months. From what I've just, the conversation that I've had, some things have changed within his business that may mean that he could get a bump up for a promotion. He doesn't know that yet necessarily, but I'm going to let me do a bit more digging. And yeah, he couldn't tell you that that was the case. He did, was still want to join the business, but you acted in the right way for the business to try and protect them from waiting three months for somebody who was never going to join. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I've announced that. Said that no, 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 that's, no, that's fine because I've, I've actually forgotten about that. But it, it's, it's again, the, the right agency for the right size business will act almost as an extension of your either yeah. internal team or your HR department or your team. And that's the relationship that you want. If you can get that relationship with an agency, then, then you're onto a winner. You get all the best bits of... Of, of using an agency, you'll get an agency that understands your business, that's got your best interests at heart, that's there when you need them for advice, that's there when, you know, you, you, you want a vacancy recruiting. And, and that's what you should aim for rather than a transactional approach. So we received an email this morning, again, from a circular. It was sent out to 10 different companies saying, I need this role recruiting. Uh, this is what fees I want to pay. This is the job description. So that's, they, they aren't going to utilize the agency best. And you'll probably um, just get a transactional license. Like, yeah. You, you probably, would you go as far out to to, to go as, put your neck on the line as much mm-hmm. as you did with the other company? Probably not because you've got no relationship with them, you know. Um, yeah, ironically, it's the same. It reminds me of something that you said again in, in another episode that we've done. I think maybe it's episode six where we were talking about the process. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was episode seven. It doesn't matter. But you were talking about the process and of a for a candidate. And when a candidate, you said, Steve, was given, they were quite excited about the potential <laughs> role and they were told, yeah. well, I'm going to be interviewing 10 other people. <laughs> so yeah. you might get it and we'll hear you back in a couple of weeks. Yeah. In a way, this is similar. Because <clears> what the, that, that company's saying to you is, yeah, do a job for us. But by the way, we are putting this out to 10 other yeah, companies. Yeah. And you're like, well, what's the chances? You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a race to the bottom at that yeah. point. There's just no relationship, is there? Do you, do you know, it's like, it's just transactional, you know, isn't it? You know, depending on what you've got on at the time, yeah. depends on how much effort you kind of put into into that job, really, in the end. And it's just not the best way yeah. to get the most out of. If you're paying for something, you'd want the best service, surely. You want the best bang for your buck. Yeah. And and you should do that by picking the right, right partner, really. You, you most definitely should. So if we're going to conclude this then, and we're going to wrap this all up. Somebody has come to you. We're in the pub. 
Yeah. Right? Let's set the scene. We're in the pub and I've got a business and I'm just chatting to you boys. And I'm like, go on then, Steve. You tell me why why I should spend my hard-earned money on a recruitment agent. <laughs> that's, that's a million-dollar question. I, I, I like it. I think it's probably the, the, the biggest recap is that you should be getting support advice throughout your whole process. You, you should be there to find you the best candidate, ultimately, for, for the job. You should feel protected a bit against that candidate not working out. You know, you, it should all be about building that long-lasting relationship to be able to want to do help each other, really. Yeah. I mean, I know it probably sounds really, really kind of cliche, but personally, I always think that the time saved that you've got from trying to do something that you might not be great at, you should pay a supplier to kind of do it, really. If someone can do a great job, and be in a position to be able to, to yeah. support advice. I don't know if you'd... Yeah, 100%. It's, it, it's an underestimated art and skill. And you see it on LinkedIn quite a lot. All recruiters do is post an advert, send CVs forward. Mm-hmm. And good recruitment is is a million yeah. percent away from that. That couldn't be further Couldn't be further from the truth. Yeah. Um, give it a go if, you know, yourself, if you've got... But if you've got to have capacity, you've got to have knowledge if you want the best people. If you don't feel like you can dedicate the time to recruitment, yeah. then, you know, the same as any other supplier, you know, go out there and, and you know, get get help from from the experts. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there must there must be, there's a, there's a reason why there are a lot of recruitment agencies mm. out there because yeah. it is an important, it isn't a fundamental and important process as part of the business yeah. ecosphere. So, yeah, that kind of... That, that reinforces the, the need for it, doesn't it? As yeah. there wouldn't be any because people, if it was easy to do, yeah. a point, businesses would just do them themselves. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Mm. Cool. We cut everything. You think you're happy now? Yeah. yeah. All good. Great. So yeah. if you are now convinced by what the lads have said, uh, please do check us out here at Logic Resourcing. Um, the boys will be more than happy to help you and they will provide lots of value. They will do things right. And they will find you that superstar mega talent. If you've enjoyed the show today, remember to hit the like, share, subscribe, do all those things that I need to do. And leave us a comment as well. Give us some feedback. If you've got anything you want to add to, to what's been said today, anything you, you disagree with, that's fine. Let us know in the comments underneath. And uh, yeah, we'll see you again next time on Nobody Likes Recruiters.